You are listening to the Gateway Church in Spring Lake, Michigan. To learn more, visit us at thegatewaygh.com. Happy New Year's Eve! It's been such a great season here at the Gateway Church. Thank you for joining us today online. That's crazy to think about. And we've had an incredible season here at the Gateway Church. We've been doing Christmas at the movies. We've gone through the movie The Grinch, The Polar Express, Elf, Charlie Brown Christmas. It's just been incredible. Today, we're going to be going through Home Alone. Take it away, you filthy animal. Hey! Okay. Well, Pastor Sean just said that we have gone through a wonderful series. We've been talking about love and hope and faith and joy. And this week we are highlighting peace. And if there was ever a time that we needed the peace of God, it is right now. And peace is just that deep, settled confidence that everything is going to be okay. And it was the gift that Jesus left us. And I'm just so excited as we dive in today, learning more about the peace of God. And we're just going to take a moment and hear from some scriptures from the very beginning of Jesus' story. So why don't you listen in? Luke chapter 2. At the time the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that the census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of the king of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judah, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took he took Mary, his fiancée, who is now obviously pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in the strips of cloth and laid him in the manger, because there was no lodging available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him. By, by this sign, you will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those with whom God is Glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. There was, and there was the baby, lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angels had said them about this child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about and often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, 
It was just the angel had told him. Thank you so much, kids, for reading the Christmas story from Luke's perspective. And as we wrap up the Christmas season, as we head into the new year, we want to focus on one more word from our Advent series, the word is peace. And the kids read about it with where the shepherds and the angels in the field and the promise that there would be peace, peace on earth, goodwill to men. And we want to tie that piece in with the movie Home Alone, the 1990 classic. With this out of all of the movies that we watch was one of it was my favorite. Uh, my family we watched it together downstairs in our basement, and I'm telling you, we quoted like 90% of the movie. Jessica is uh, was a was, knew most of it. It was incredible. And the thing about this movie is that you would not make a movie like this today, uh, or this couldn't happen. Not that it could have happened originally, but someone would have ended up in jail. And with the invention of cell phones, it just would not have happened. It is fun to think about. But the thing about this movie that we want to focus on is that there was a lack of peace. And there were lots of ways that we can see that. The first is with Kevin McAllister, uh, the the snotty kid at the beginning of the movie. He's disrespectful. Uh, someone ate his the last slice of cheese pizza. His brother Buzz, and uh, and then he's fighting with Buzz, and the the milk gets spilled all over the counter, and his uncle's yelling out, "Look what you did, you little jerk!" And that proceeded to him being sent upstairs and and then uh, saying to his mom, uh, I'm the only one getting dumped on here. And later that night, he wishes that his family would disappear, that he would live alone. He says, "I when I get older, I'm going to live alone. I'm going to live alone. And then the next morning, he wakes up and it's crazy. He's down in the kitchen looking around and saying, what's going on? And all of a sudden, it downs on him. He says, I have made my family disappear. It's great. But the, as much joy as that brought him at that moment, uh, it was short-lived. He was lonely quickly. He, there was a lack of peace. He is worried about his house and about protecting and all those things. The other one that you can see a lack of peace in is with his mom and his dad. Can you imagine them uh, on the plane thinking, oh my goodness, we've left our son home. The lack of peace, the pit in their stomach uh, that they would have experienced. And then the crazy journey of the mom trying to get a ticket in Paris back to the States. And then once she's back to the States, she can't get to Chicago. So she ends up in a truck with the polka band driving uh, back to Chicago. And talk about a lack of peace. Another character in the, in the movie, it's a little bit of a side note, is this elderly neighbor, right? The one with the shovel and uh, the boys are all afraid of him that he's the one that is, has uh, uh, killed people and puts them on salt. And, and, uh, but we find out in the movie that this man is a grandpa and he's estranged from his kids and can't even go to a family event. And of course, the main lack of peace is just the overall premise of the movie that two thieves, Harry and Marv, are, are coming after Kevin's place. And uh, Kevin had to defend the home and, and uh, it set it up for this huge showdown. Now, we look at the home alone and we realize that the lack of peace there is not 
uncommon in our day-to-day, and even in the Christmas story. In the Christmas story, we see that Jesus, when he was born, uh, it was a tough time for that, uh, for that time for Israel. Uh, the, the fact that there was a census, it meant that there was a lot of control from government. The travel back home to Bethlehem would not have been easy. And then they get home looking to be embraced by, this is Mary and Joseph being embraced by their family, and there's no room for them, and, her, and Mary is pregnant. Man, talk about a lack of peace. And it just reminds me that even today, 2,000 years later, we all at times experience a lack of peace where we don't know uh, where to turn. And like Pastor Jamie was saying, if there was ever a time where we needed peace, it's now. And so today, we look at the story of Home Alone, and in the story of Home Alone, things turn, and there was this unlikely hero, Kevin McAllister, this eight-year-old boy, right, uh, that, that comes to the rescue with micro-machines under, underneath the windowsill, and uh, the ice uh, turning his walkway into ice, and the heat on the handle to burn uh, Harry or Marv, I can't remember which one it was, and then the stairs going upstairs with the tar and the nail, and the zip line and the feathers and the blowtorch and all the things, uh, all to the point where Kevin says to Harry and Marv, do you guys give up or are you thirsty for more? And he is the unlikely hero and ends up saving the day. Well, in the Christmas story, there's an unlikely hero as well. Uh, at that time where there's chaos and, and uh, all control issues uh, and just a lot of, la- a lot of uh, turmoil, Jesus comes as a baby, helpless, defenseless, powerless, right? And then he doesn't grow up and then take control. He models peace through surrender. The idea that his life was not his own. And even as a young man and uh, as, as he grew into ministry, uh, he modeled this, Lord, not your will, but my, or your, or not my will, but your will be done. And he laid down his life, ultimately, dying on a cross for you and for me. And he modeled this for us, that when we embrace the truth of Christmas, the peace that comes over us, it comes with a price. The price that Jesus has already paid, but then a call on our own lives to surrender and to trust the, trust the Lord. As we move into 2024, our heart for you as a church and for those that are listening is that you would embrace the peace that comes from Jesus and understand that your life is not your own. But as you surrender, you will experience the true peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding. And that is the Christmas story wrapped up. We're so grateful for you. I want to pray for you. And then we have one more fun thing. Uh, so don't, don't, don't uh, disconnect quite yet. But uh, I want to pray for you and ask the Lord to be with us as we move into 2024. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this time, for this season, for what it means. And Lord, the truth in your story that we've seen your love and we've seen uh, true faith and joy and hope and now peace this through this Advent series. 
And Lord, as we've expected your arrival and your coming, Lord, we we look forward to your coming again. But in that meantime, we want to be people who surrender to you and we embrace everything you have for us, including this peace that's promised. Lord, I pray that you would flood our hearts as we move into 2024. Be with our people. God, I pray in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this week's message from the Gateway Church. If you'd like to find out more about our church, such as service times, giving, and ways to get connected, visit us at thegatewaygh.com.